Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. ball smell yeah okay all the way from california okay. i'm gonna put some axe body spray Ooh, don't do that <laughs> that might hurt <laughs> like one time when i put um i had uh it's back when i had a physical job my shoulders were killing me and i put fucking icy hot on and i was chilling watching tv i think i was watching cartoons and i fucking put icy hot on my shoulders and then i was scratched my nuts <laughs> I think a single tear rolled down my cheek, bro. That shit hurt. <laughs> oh my god, it was so painful. It was like the time that I was. What did I do? Oh, I was um, I was fucking around with um. Oh, pepper. I was making dinner, and then I was like, ah, oh, god, my contact is weird. So then I just walked over, and then I tried to fuck with my contact after handling pepper, and oh my god, I could not see for like. A good 15 minutes like i think i went blind <laughs> like mm. <laughs> pepper remnants on there as i'm going in for my contact also i'm like ah i can't That's fucking funny. see oh shit oh man all right welcome everybody to the lazy geeks a weekly podcast that takes an unfiltered look at geek and pop culture and removes all that clickbait clutter we're thinking so you don't have to i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley all right, all right, all right. So, um, uh, we almost had our first brawl in baseball this week. <laughs> oh, yeah. That shit was funny, dude. <laughs> so, uh, the Dodgers played the Houston Astros, or as my brother likes to call them, the Houston Astles. Um, and uh, now, keep in mind, this is the first time that they played since the Astros cheating scandal happened, yeah. which was during the year that they played the Dodgers in the pl- in the uh, series. And uh, <laughs> so uh, the Dodger pitcher decided to, uh, I mean, he is. He a wasn't wi- fucking having it, bro. But the thing is, is he is a wild ball pitcher. There was one 
picture on Instagram that he posted saying, working on my changeup, and he took a picture of a hole through his glass window. (laughs) 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 So, you know, so, uh, yeah, he he wasn't having it, so he threw threw at a couple of... uh, at a couple of uh, different players, and uh, the fucking little mm, oh poor baby, okay whatever, <laughs> and uh, and they the fucking M, uh, the MLB goes and suspends him for eight fucking games. It's like what the fuck are you guys? Yeah, did doing? they suspend any Astro players? Like oh no, the manager got f- suspended a game. I think the Dodger manager got suspended a game, and and nothing but. You know, I could have sworn so, the, the the Astros cheated that whole season, and they 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 didn't get anything. Oh no, they got the world uh, the World Series trophy. That's what they got for that. That's a consolation prize, right? Oh you yeah, cheated? the the, okay. ML, the MLB's been taking some fucking L's, dude. Right? Do they? Uh, but he's uh he's um appealing that that ruling saying that that's a bit excessive and everybody else is saying that's a bit excessive and you know that they did that because they didn't want other pitchers in uh, uh around the league to throw at them as well yeah so, they were just trying to make a, an example out of them yeah but no one else is going to do it no it's just the dodgers are pissed off and i don't blame them yeah was it childish yes was it necessary yes, yes. <laughs> fuck the astros bro and it was funny when he was doing it, and that last dude looked at him like, come on, man. Like, Fuck you. That that shit was funny. Like, that, come that, on. You know why you're getting this ball fucking thrown at you, That dude. face he made of like, mm. <laughs> it's like, poor baby. Fucking cheat, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. And then we had our first basketball game. Yeah. This week. <laughs> Steve and I have been all in the fucking NBA this week, dude. We were texting each other. You should have fucking thrown shit, motherfucker. Because the first game we were watching was the uh, the Lakers-Clippers game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good game. That was a too. great game, too. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are worried about the Lakers because they're like, going, um, you know, it's like, you know, you guys are number one. And if you're, you know, if it's this close now, I mean, you got a yeah. couple of games left. It's like, you guys are going to have. Because the, the defense was awesome with both of them. It's that offense that was a little weak on the Lakers side. You can tell across the league there's some rust that needs to get fucking tended to. Yeah. It's, it, I think they're. Well, I think, four months. Four months they've been on. Yeah. I think they're just a little shook up. Like the middle of the season ended. It wasn't like baseball where. Yeah. Yeah. It's just weird. It's just a weird thing. And it was funny too, because like the game I was, um, the game we were, we were watching that Lakers Clippers game, and I remember I was I couldn't wait because it's number one, number two seed in in the division, and yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's games on on Thursday, cool. And then all of a sudden, like that Wednesday, NBA play has been suspended indefinitely. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> like oh yeah. my god. Um, but uh, we wanted to talk about Alex Caruso <laughs> a bit, um. He looks like somebody brought his kid to school to Bro, work day. <laughs> we were fucking clowning. And no disrespect, no disrespect to, the dude. to him. The guy has had a good season. The guy had a good season. But he just looks. I think I sent a text that said, uh, what's up with number four? I said, someone need to come pick their kid up. <laughs> and then I said he looked like Cheddar Bob from Eight Mile. <laughs> this <laughs> Charlie Brown looking motherfucker. Like we were clowning. But it's just because. And it's not because he's white. He's just so small. Yeah. Like, and he just looks like 
He just looks different. Compared, you know to, what I mean? compared to everybody on that court, he's surrounded like, by fucking monsters man, of surra- men. I mean, it's like it's like he's surrounded by men, and he just got out of gym in seventh grade. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how he looked. We're like, what is he? <laughs> we were he just, was the last one picked. Oh my god, we were just cracking up so bad on him. But and, his nickname is the Goat. So I don't know. I need to see what's up with this dude. He was balling though. Do, no, no, he brought. He the was game. driving that fucking ball. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, he he kind of w- when he was playing, he kind of remind, reminded me of um of uh oh god, what's his name? Uh, shit, I can't remember. But uh, but no, he was like he. That's the thing is like we weren't clowning on him because he was like a bad player or something like that. He he has he's had a good season. Like this it just caught me off guard, bro. I'm sitting there and I'm <laughs> casually looking at the screen, and they show LeBron. LeBron was talking. Who's the other one? The one that um he's almost like the second in command of the fucking Lakers. I can't remember his name. He has an impeccably manicured fucking facial hair. Um, I can't remember his name, but I'm watching those two talk, and then like. Caruso walks in front of them, and I'm like, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> Where's the towel boy come from? Yeah. <laughs> Are you letting anybody play? He's <laughs> like, isn't the Make-A-Wish kid supposed to leave? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, had me fucking die. We were fucking... My wife was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, "Steve and me are fucking dying right now." I know, and it was my wife that hit me with the truth. She's like, I, "Do you play for the Lakers?" And I was like, "Okay, you know, like I get it." Uh, I know. I was sitting here on the couch watching it, and like I'm busted up, and John looks at me. He's like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "No, me and Adam are busted up on this guy." Because even great. even even my brother was like, "On." Why does he look out of place? And I'm like, because he's standing amongst men. Like, these are men, and he looks like he just came out of junior high, you know? Like, and you know what the sad thing is? He's 6'5". I know. <laughs> I know. Like, he's taller than me. He looked like a damn. He looked like Kevin Hart out there. <laughs> he looked Hart. tiny, tiny. <laughs> How tall is LeBron? I know LeBron was taller than him. So he's like 10'10". <laughs> like, LeBron's like 20, um, 17. I can't <laughs> Something like that. Right. Here. LeBron James. That beard is at least six feet. No, he's six eight. He's six still, eight. he's tall. Yeah. Oh, LeBron's my age. He was born two days after me. And wow. he looks like got that the, and you look like that. He really got the trash out of the way before they <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. His birthday's on December thirtieth. Shit. It, it's um so like this week I was watching on um Netflix the uh the the last dance, which is that ESPN documentary about the uh, last year of uh, I need to see that shit of the Bulls of the '90s Bulls, great fucking documentary. I binged it. I've been binging it like all weekend, so I'm like seven episodes in. Really, really fascinating. The fucking soundtrack is impeccable. Uh, but they they're talking about the '97 '98 season, which was you know uh, Phil Jackson and Pippen and 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 Jordan's all last season. But then they also go back and talk about the beginnings of where like Jordan started. And like first episode focuses on where Jordan started. Se- thir- second episode is Pippen. Third episode is, uh, is um, Dennis Rodman. And then it's uh, Phil Jackson, but they go back and forth between them. And it's really, really excellently done. But when I, I'm watching this and they're like, going, yeah, you know, when, when, uh, you know, uh, Jordan came to play for us, it was like, you know, and this they're talking about the North Carolina when he played there. He's like, you know, he came in and he was like six or uh, six two. He goes, not all that impressive. And I'm like, fuck, six two is not impressive. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. 
I'm six two. You know, and they're like, yeah. and that's that's the weird thing. Like, I'm six two. Okay, among the people I spend time with, my friends, my family, I am impressive in height. Like people will mention, like you fucking tall, bro, or they'll have me like grab shit from the shelf or whatever. But in this area, nah, bro, I'm a midget. <laughs> I know. Like, seriously, like I'm one of the little people. Right. I'm a leprechaun when it comes to the NBA. Like it's fucking crazy. The fuck is huge. Like dudes in there. How tall was fucking Yao Ming? He was like seven oh, two. Yeah. Was silly, bro. <laughs> I they, I don't know where they're finding these fucking mutants. <laughs> Yao Ming, Yao Ming was so fucking cool, dude. Oh, yeah. He was seven six. Jesus, but uh, but if you guys, that's so crazy that you start looking goofy when you get that tall. Yeah, I know. It's but, it's just but dumb. When, like, when you shouldn't be that tall. When you're in the NBA, you have the money, and it's like, who cares? <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yao Ming was good. Like he he was an aggressive player, and he was good. But he was like Shaq, where he just stood under the net, and you're like, you ain't. I'm taller than the fucking basket. Yeah. <laughs> One of the cool things about the documentary that it was like showing like you know, Jordan's like rookie year and playing up against fucking Larry Bird and yeah. Isaiah Thomas and uh, Magic Johnson. And you're, you're, I'm sitting there going, holy shit, I'm looking at like, you know, and then they're talking about the, you know, the 80s Celtics, you know, and they're like, and this was the, you know, this was the team and you're just like, you know, going up against them. And, you know, so it was, it was actually really, really impressive. If you, if you remember a lot of this watching this, it's cool too because like they showed um, behind the scenes stuff of them like um, at uh, oh the dream team uh, the when they went to the Olympics and you see this picture of uh, they're taking pictures and it's Jordan Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and I I think Larry Bird was coaching I think that and Magic is leaning next to him, he goes don't get too close to Michael because you'll foul him <laughs> and like they're talking shit to each other and you're just like. You're like, yeah, I guess, you know, to be that, you have to be that competitive, like no matter what. And they were talking about like the players are even saying, yeah, you know, I mean, to be honest, if you're any other person, you know, Mike, Michael Jordan is an asshole. You know, he's a dick. Michael Jordan. But, but he was is driven. an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's driven. Like, you know, th- yeah. like he wants this. And every if you want to work with, play with him, you need to be on that level. So it is it's a very, very interesting documentary. I, I enjoyed it. I, I need to, I need to fucking watch it because the whole reason in the early to mid to late nineties, it was like everyone was a fucking Bulls fan, dude. Like you liked your team, but you also liked Michael Jordan. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was this fucking crazy thing. And I remember when the Bulls would come um to play the Celtics back home. It was fucking nuts. And and that that rivalry from the 80s never died because that's how Boston is. Yeah. Like, you've embarrassed us fucking 20 years ago. <laughs> so, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, um, just great. It's fucking great. It, I missed basketball. I think I missed basketball more than baseball. Yeah. I got to say, I kind of, kind of missed that too. And the games that I've been watching have been like fucking right on each other. Like, they're, they're not like blowouts. So, yeah, they've been really solid games. Although, the last Suns game, they played... Um, it was the Suns. No, I'm just kidding. No, stop it. The Suns won, and they played... Um, oh, who the fuck did they play? The Timberwolves? I don't know. Some fucking weird team. And it was like the Suns had a 10- to 12-point lead the entire game. And those games are kind of boring. You know, you're like, all right. Like, it never got close. You know what I mean? But I was happy to see that the Suns were doing well. Um, but I don't know if they 
fucking won today. They were playing a team they shouldn't have beat today. <laughs> and you know how that goes. I don't think they did win today. Uh, son. This episode, they did. this episode brought to you by the ESPN app. <laughs> they beat the Mavericks 117 to 115. That was probably a good game. Yeah. But it, 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 if any consolation, if your team is not a winning team, obviously, unless you're a Golden State fan, at no. least your team is doing better than Golden State. They need to get what's his name on fucking Golden State? Which, the one star on that fucking team. Which they is, need to move him. Which is which is sad when it's like I mean that helps you in contract negotiations. Like you ain't got nobody on this team, so pay me. <laughs> they need to move him to the Suns. So hear me out. Okay. One of the biggest. Stephen Curry is that it? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the biggest holes in the Suns lineup is the team. an old hat. Shut up, asshole. Is an old hat. We the Suns actually have really good players, but they don't. They're all new. They're all rookies. Oh yeah. So they need someone to come in and be like, "This is what here. we're doing." Yeah. They don't have a LeBron. They don't have a Michael Jordan. They don't have somebody like leading the fucking charge. They need it, dude. <laughs> get, get fucking get Curry in there. What's he doing in Gold State? Fucking sitting on his ass. <laughs> get Curry in there. Uh. So uh, Adam might sound different this week. Might not sound as a little far away or a little, right? you know, because he was using his earpod, AirPods last week. Uh, AirPod Pros, to be more specific, but no, no big deal. Um, <laughs> it's an odd flex. Yeah, I, I was tired. My microphone broke. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to buy a new one. And Steve was gracious enough to buy me the one that I had before. And I had it for like five or six years. It worked great. You've had it for a while, um, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I want a USB one, though. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with the phantom power source and all that other shit. So um, I bought the Razer Siren, which I was lucky to get because, honestly, electronics are few and far between. I also ordered on another tip. I luckily found a Nintendo fucking Switch Pro controller. I ordered that, too. I'll be here on Thursday, but whatever. Um so Sorry, I, I, could, I couldn't hear you over that flex. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> no. I, I need it because my fucking gorilla hands. I'm trying to hold these damn Joy-Cons and it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, it's a great microphone. Very easy to set up. Um, you know, plug and play, whatever. And it has built-in... Sta- I don't know what a stabilizer is. Well, stabilizers is basically if you're moving the... If, when you move the arm, the, it doesn't sound like you're moving... The whole thing. Oh, okay. So it has built-in stabilizer and built-in pop filter. So I don't. I'm not. I don't have anything on it. Like it's just the mic, and um, it's clean looking. It's smaller, so it doesn't get in the way. I bought a new arm too because I took the fucking. As soon as I took the mic off, the fucking spring popped. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So I got the whole new setup. So we have professional grade, uh, quality merchandise. Okay. Yeah, I know. Adam sounds like an actual like a like a man now. As opposed, I think that's what it was too, because the the last mic lacked bass, and I have kind of a I don't have a deep deep voice, but I have bass in my voice. Yeah, I always and had I think to, this I, mic picks it up better. I always had to add it in. Uh, I had in the very beginning. If you ever hear um, some of our early shows, Adam's voice always sounded a little tinny. Yeah, and um, once Just, you know. <laughs> His balls hadn't dropped yet, basically. Because Steve has the same microphone, but I think because you're recording it natively. Right. Well, mine's plugged into a mixer. Exactly. So, so you're getting a cleaner signal. Right. Now mine with USB, 
Be, I think that cleans it up too. The, the, the funny thing is too is that I notice a difference in your voice when we when you came when you would come here to visit and we record episodes together. Yeah, your voice would sound like I'd have to do very little of any kind of modulation to it. But with oh, Adam, mm-hmm. I I kind of had to do uh, this. I had to kind of tweak it a little bit, you know, to like going okay. So he sounds like he's twelve. So let's try to make him at least sound mm-hmm. like he's twenty. <laughs> you know. So I I, uh, <laughs> I I just I'm just here trying to make your job easier. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Okay. Well, he did make my job a little easier. He got me Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So yes, sir. Uh, the game was too good for just me to have. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what's funny? So here's a funny story. You know, some Sony pissed me off. Okay. So I was like, all right. And I was asking. And Steve probably knew what I was doing. Like I was going to buy him a game because I was like, what's your favorite console to play the games on? Yeah, but you. you but, but then you were saying you were you were um, fucking with the PlayStation Four. So it just immediately slipped by me. Oh, okay. So, cool. Yeah. So, um, and he took you. You said, "What did you say?" You said single player games you like on the PlayStation. Yeah, I said, sh- first person shooters I like on the Xbox because the yeah, controllers yeah. are a little stiffer. I go, but pretty so, much anything like else I play on PlayStation Four. So I was gonna buy it a couple weeks ago because I was gonna. What, so the Xbox lets you gift a game. You can. So does Steam. You can buy a game as a gift. And set, and you just put that person's gamer tag in, and it sends them. It sends it to them. It says, "Hey, so and so sent you a gift." Blah, blah, hey, blah. asshole! Someone sent you a gift. <laughs> right. Sony doesn't have that feature. Yeah. And I was like, for real? Like, why? Why don't you have little shit like this? <laughs> and Nintendo doesn't have it either. In Sony's defense, like, only Xbox, Microsoft really has the better customer experience i I won't say they're better games it's just a better customer it's more integrated and and all that shit i agree with that it's little shit like if i want to buy a gift card for my son for the playstation because he has the playstation in his room it's 25 or 50 or 100 that's it uh for the xbox i can go to xbox.com literally buy the dollar like I could get a dollar gift card, seven dollars, two hundred and seventy-three dollars, whatever I want to do. You know, so it's like fuck, it's just a pain in the ass. Really? But anyway, I couldn't do that, and I got irritated. So I was like, oh fuck it, whatever, because I was already, I think I was already having a bad day. And then I, and Which then I kind of forgot a lot about it. <laughs> right, and then I kind of forgot about it, and I was like. I got paid, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I was I wanted to buy Steve that fucking. It's a late ass birthday present because I have this new. I'm you know, no bragging. I just I'm doing a little bit better financially now, and I want I got everybody's address. I've always had Steve's, but I got all my friends' addresses, and I on their birthday I want to send them something. Especially since it's the COVID thing, we, I I don't really see my friends. I never see Steve, so it's <laughs> even it's, more so now. <laughs> right to me, it's nice to be able to be like, hey yo. You're important enough to me for me to buy you some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like whatever. I'm trying to be more emotionally connected to my fucking friends. All right, no big deal. So um, I have everybody's address now, and it's all plugged into my Amazon because the, if there's one thing I like is convenience. So I just <laughs> click their name and then whatever. So um, I saw I was on. I was doing that. I was collecting everybody's addresses. And I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I got to ask Steve. I already got Steve. Like, oh, wait a minute. I wanted to get in that game. So I was on Amazon, and uh, you know it's obviously available. <laughs> so <laughs> I went and found it, and then um, you know just bums the word if I can send it off. And um, it's no big deal; it's just a birthday present. But um, and then I'm like, oh fuck! And I'm doing all these <laughs> addresses in. And I go, 
I have too many friends. <laughs> I'm gonna have to make some cuts. And then I was getting serious in the chat. Like I was like, like, what do you want? Like such and such is address? I'm like, nah, I'm good on them, bro. Um <laughs> I was like, I ain't buying presents. Because then I got pissed off because my friend Gabby and my friend Ariel both August thirty first. I'm like, y'all for real? I'm gonna be broke. So and then I it here, was so funny. Here, I bought a I bought a game for both of you. So right. you got to work out sharing. The, the, the sharing thing. <laughs> so Eric, I ask my friends, what's your address? And they tell me. And a few of them go, why? They told me, but then they go, why? And then I told them why. And they go, okay, bet, cool. And then it kind of kicked off. Everybody else was like, well, Adam, when you get that list, send it off. So they didn't want to do any of the work, but they right. wanted the addresses. Yeah, of course, I'm like, whatever, of that's fine. And then I threw mine in there because they're asking. I, my friend Gabby, who is hilarious, Gabrielle. So she goes, I go, hey. Throw me that address real quick. That's how I asked. So she puts the address, her full name, <laughs> an email, oh shit, her sign, um, her favorite color, uh, her favorite movie, and where she likes to eat. And I go, well, now I'm just turned on. Yeah. yeah. And then she sends a, a gif with a wink, like, hey. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, Gabby's an idiot. So, um, but yeah, I, th- I thought it was something. Me and Steve. Steve, or Steve and I, um, <laughs> we exchange birthday gifts sometimes. Right. It depends on our economic situation at the time. Right. But I've never done it with anybody else. They'll give me shit, and then I'll go, uh, because I don't really fucking care about my birthday. But then I'm kind of like, I need to start thinking what's important to other people around me. And I'm tired of being, I'm known of being that grumpy dude. Like, oh, it's Adam's birthday. He's going to say he doesn't like it. Uh, it's like, no, well, like, you know. What is, what is good for other people? Knowing me, that's, that's enough. <laughs> knowing me. Being friends with me is gift enough. Okay. So, but now I have to figure out, I'm a pretty good gift giver. You yeah. know, I can figure out what somebody likes. But. Uh, just don't give, just don't give Adam video games because, you know, I've given him a couple and they've gotten destroyed or whatever in the machines that in your consoles it's ridiculous bro <laughs> um but he but, also has kids so that right well i don't even buy fucking the only physical games i buy now are for the switch and the only reason i'm doing that and that's only with certain games is because i plan on buying my own personal switch because the kids take my switch all the time mm. which is perfectly fine but i want one just for me right so the games that like I caught the new Zelda that one I got on I got um on cartridge because I know some of my kids will play it just dance 2020 I got a <laughs> fucking cartridge because when I switch my account a lot of games are going to come with me right. the games that I just want for me are digital it doesn't really fucking matter but <laughs> yeah so I need to buy another switch yeah. <sighs> first world problems bro I know, you it's know. like first world problems <laughs> it's like like adam and i yesterday and i'm i'm kind of bitch I, well i'm not wasn't really bitching but i was just like saying yeah you know i gotta find you know a streaming service that can get me sports you know i got the basic stuff but i kind of want something a little more sports but also don't want to spend so much money and blah 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 and then at the end of it i was like you know these are really like first world problems like this isn't like you know detrimental like but there's still problems yes okay 99 so. problems and a bitch ain't one that's right <laughs> It's a fucking streaming service. The problem. <laughs> uh, all right, so now it's time to jump into some news stories that may have slipped under your radar this past week. Um, so first off, if you have the HBO 
Go app. And this to start it on the first and you're using it on Roku or Fire TV. Uh yeah, no more. Goodbye. It's gone. No more. No more. Not for you. Not uh not a mas. <laughs> um it's become it now is going to the even the HBO Now app is gone and it's officially just HBO. So if this whole shit hasn't been confusing enough, this is what's happening. The HBO Now app has become HBO, which means if you're paying HBO monthly uh, as a digital streaming service, you, you'll still be able to get into it. HBO Go, which was another app that they had developed for on-demand streaming because you already paid for it through your cable subscriber, is gone. That's it. It's done. Now you have to go through HBO Max. Problem with that is that there's about, what, 80 million people on Roku and Amazon uh, Fire TV Mm -hmm. that don't have access to that. So if you have those, you either don't get it or you have to have another device that does. I mean, it is available on Xbox, PlayStation, Apple TV, you know. um, I think it's available on Chromecast. I don't know. I don't remember. But, well, everything's available on Chromecast, right? You can just stream it from your phone. <laughs> right. Um, There's some things that won't let you stream from the phone, though. I can't remember. There was one common one I couldn't re- I think it was DC Universe for a bit, but I might be wrong. Um, so, yeah. So, that's kind of where it's at now. So, if you don't have uh, a device or, you know, anything that allows you to have HBO Max... Uh, and you pay for the on-demand service, you're pretty much stuck with your cable subscriber's version of their on-demand, which is usually kind of shitty. So that's it. And HBO has made this a complete clusterfuck uh, because I was listening to the Howard Stern show a couple weeks ago, and uh, Gary was talking about this whole thing because Howard was confused by it. He goes, yeah, he goes, I was streaming this series on HBO Go, and then HBO Go's gone. He goes, and I thought, okay, well, I guess I can't watch it anymore. He goes, and he had no clue about HBO Max, that that's yeah, where and he that's, was supposed to go. And that's how most people are. Yeah. Unless you're a fucking techie, and, and that's the thing is, like, it's still annoying. Like, like I'm techie. Steve's techie. We know how to, what's going on, but it's annoying, A, because it's not available on these giant fucking <laughs> things. That, like, I have two Rokus in my house. Three, actually, if you count one of the TVs that has it built and baked in. Um, I want to get an Apple TV, but I haven't got it yet because I really know it's not a big deal. I canceled HBO Max yesterday because we keep forgetting we have it. We can't yeah. watch it on anything. Yeah. The only thing I can watch on is my computer. I mean, you can you could still, like, because I pay, because I pay for HBO Now, I can go into the regular HBO Now app and watch whatever, but if I want to watch all the extra stuff, like they just added um, Harley Quinn to HBO Max. Yeah. And so if I want to watch any of that shit, or Doctor Who, or, or some of that stuff, I actually have to go to my Xbox or my PlayStation to bring it up. And it's and honestly, a pain in the it ass. was the extra stuff that got me to sign up for it. Yeah. Like the, a norm, the normal HBO account, over, it's, I just don't care. It's whatever. I have every other fucking streaming service. I don't need one more. You know what I mean? But right. it's like, how is it even working to if you add HBO to like um, Hulu? Uh, are you getting HBO Max content? I don't believe you are. 
I'm not sure. AT&T needs to fucking sort I'm, I'm not it sure out, about, bro. I, I'm not sure about Hulu, but it's not even on every subscriber, too. So, I mean, on every cable thing. Like, I know Spectrum. If I signed up with it on Spectrum, I'd be able to get HBO Max. Uh, but not everyone has subscribed to that. And so it really, but it also, again, you know, it depends on what you're using to stream that content. So if you're yeah. going, oh, cool, I get HBO Max. Oh, but I have a Roku. Sorry, bud. Can't get it. And, uh, and you know, it, it just really, it's just this whole back silly, and forth bro. between, you know, basically Warner Brothers not wanting to spend money. It's honestly fucking embarrassing. And it, it's really, it's really what happens when you have two companies that could give a fuck about customer service mm-hmm. come together to do something. Oh, I know, right? You know what I mean? And it's, it's, um, it really shows that sometimes it you don't have to have the most content, but just giving a fuck about the people who are watching your content yeah. really helps out, you know, <laughs> because I, I fucking was like, it's $15 a month. It's more expensive than every other streaming service. It has less on it and it's a pain in the ass. Well, so, I, did the pre- like, I did the pre-order because I had, um, because, you know, even, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I get it for 12 bucks a month for the first year. So, I'm gonna go to Hulu and see if it um or eleven ninety nine was by the way, uh I know it's I'm a little late to the party. The new Halo interface though, I know they just copied fucking <laughs> Netflix, but it's dope. Um actually I don't even want to look this up. This fucking you can add premium channels to Hulu, which is dope, but if if you don't get that content, because I do want to watch the Harley Quinn cartoon, it's funny. Right. And I and fucking Doom Patrol's coming out too. Oh, it already but came I out. have Roku's everywhere. It already came out. No, fuck me. No, it did. No, I said fuck me because oh. I'm like, you know. Oh, I thought you were like asking. I was like, um, no. <laughs> I mean, do I have to ask? You know, what I mean? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wink, wink. Anyway, um, oh, here it comes. It, Google. This is why people bootleg. Yeah, okay. no, I know. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really. Uh, I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. I'm just saying. This is why people bootleg. Oh yeah, it looks like you can. Try Hulu with HBO Max free for one week and then $14.99 a month. Okay, so you get HBO Max with Hulu. Yeah, you have to, I think, yeah. But but the thing is, is, the thing is, and this is how it works. People, I think this is where also they're very, very confusing on how it is. If you're paying $15 a month for HBO, HBO Max is free. So if if you're not getting HBO, so like you go to Hulu and you sign up for HBO, Either way, you're going to get Max. You're going to get Max. Depends on where you're going to find it. Exactly. And <laughs> if you're just paying into HBO now, you're getting Max. So it's like no matter what you get, if you're going to be able to get through Max. Um, so that's I think where people think is like, oh, another stream. So what's the difference with HBO that I'm paying now? As I like, technically no, there is no difference. It's the same thing. And plus, they have the Fresh Prince of Bel Air on HBO Max. I mean, I mean that should really be a reason right there to sign up. Fire. Yeah. You know. I mean, and that's the thing. The service itself is dope. Yeah. it It's just like, you know, it's a pain in the ass for me to watch. I mean, they're spending time making a comic book out of HBO Max. I but, know. But, you know, it's like, come on, you can't work a little harder and just let people know that, no, we're not, you're not buying something else. Why is it not letting me go to it? It's fucking pain in the ass, dude. I can search it. It comes up. I click on it. It wanted me to log in. Oh, maybe it's doing it right now. Okay, I was just trying to check the price. So, you want to add a you you want to add <laughs> you want to add HBO Max. I have a Hulu's uh, live TV. Sorry, because I don't have cable. Our fucking shit's expensive, bro. Have Hulu live TV 
And then I have the unlimited stream, screens, which is 10 bucks. Then HBO Max would be 15 with a free trial, though. Seven, hmm. seven days free trial. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Submit. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> what, am, what am I doing? You know what I mean? I'm going to forget about that. Then I'm going to go, where the fuck is this bill so high? I want to watch the good. fucking DC content. That was Especially good. Doom Patrol. I got to watch Doom Patrol. That was though. good, though. Like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, uh, fuck submit. it. <laughs> That's when you know they never should have gave you <laughs> money. money. When you just <laughs> clicking on it. They're like, whatever. <laughs> it's whatever. And I'm going to complain about it later. Yeah. I guarantee gonna, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Next month. Too about, Steve. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like, what's what's today's date? The third? Or what are we on? The the, the second, second, the second. So I'm come, gonna be all of a sudden. We're gonna be doing the podcast. I'm gonna go Hulu. Fucking robbing me blind, bro. Like this fucking price is outrageous. <laughs> and Steve's gonna go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck am I doing? It's like I don't even watch HBO Max. Oh shit, I forgot I had it. <laughs> but here's the real question: Will I be able to access mm-hmm. the Hulu Max content on the Hulu app for uh, Hulu Max on the HBO Max? Well, there's your, the free, there's your free trial. There's your free trial. Find out, and then if you because that might be the hack. Yeah. That might be how you get it on Roku. <laughs> I'll check it out today, and I'll report back next podcast. Here, there you go. We might have we might have figured this out, boys and girl. It's probably like one or two. Boys, girls, they, them. You, no, you know? <laughs> no. This is a pro. This is a pronoun safe zone. I don't want to <laughs> fucking hear it. This is my podcast. Okay, Steve and I's podcast. I'm not doing the pronoun thing. No disrespect. <laughs> But I'm not fucking doing it. <laughs> he can barely keep his own name straight. <laughs> I'm, I don't care who anyone fucks. I don't care what religion you are. Anything. We're all beautiful. But you fucking complain that I call you a him when you got a dick. I don't want to fucking hear it, bro. Hmm. Or chick. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I had an issue with that recently. That's why. Because we have a... Uh, I said something. We were in a meeting at work. And I said, he, I said, he said, blah, blah, blah. And they, and they interrupt me and go, excuse me. And I go, yeah. It's like, um, and the person's name was a dude. It was a dude's name. Right. Like Leroy or some silly shit. It's like, uh, Leroy doesn't like to use that pronoun. And it's the first time I've interacted with this problem. And I go, what? Hmm. And they're like, he, he does, he prefers a different pronoun. And I go, what pronoun? It says they. And I go, but that doesn't make any sense phonetically. Like, I'm only talking about one person. And, and I'm sitting there. Like, I'm that dude with the math in the meme. Okay. Like, I can't. And I go, you know what? Um, Whatever. And then I started talking about something else. I was like, I don't even know how to process this issue. Like, we have so many problems going on. <laughs> Leave me alone. <sighs> anyway. So talk about another problem. Speaking of fucking problems that shouldn't <laughs> exist, 343 Industries has responded to fan concerns that Halo Infinite, the next installment in the beloved shooter franchise, doesn't look particularly next-gen. In a blog post, community manager uh, John Fuck You, June, June <laughs> Zizek, um said the team in Redmond had heard the feedback shared by disgruntled fans um, after the Xbox showcase. Quote, the build used to run the campaign demo was work in progress from several weeks ago with a variety of graphical elements and game systems 
still being finished and polished, she said. Halo Infinite opened the Xbox showcase along a weighted event focused on the first-party titles for the Xbox platform, including the upcoming Xbox Series X console. With the campaign demo that showed Master Chief battling his way through a forest and mountain-covered planet, many viewers were intrigued by the structure of the game, which appears to be more open-world, but horrified by the seemingly simple visuals, which looked flat and last-gen Halo Plastic Edition, one YouTuber, uh, YouTube viewer commented last week. Um, 343 Industries brought up two points on its blog post. First, the team is intentionally shooting for a classic style that's less like the last few games, Halo 4 and Halo 5 Guardians and Halo War 2. Halo Wars is, by the way, dope. And if you're fucking sleeping on it, it's included in the Game Pass. Hey, it's a, it's like a, it's almost like StarCraft, but in the Halo universe. Uh, really fuck, it's fire, dude. Uh, Redman had two points. Uh, one, fuck you, and two, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Um, and closer to the original Master Chief trilogy, that means a more vibrant palette, cleaner models, and objects with less noise. Uh, explained. The aesthetic shift um, shouldn't mean a loss of detail, though. While we quote, while we appreciate this may not be everyone's personal preference, we stand by this decision and are happy to see it's, it resonate with so many fans around the world, he added. Fans, fan concerns go beyond the art style, though. The demo showed a fair amount of object pop-in and an extensive video by Digital Foundry explained some of the issues are shortcomings with the game's lighting system. In short, Halo Infinite uses dynamic lighting, a more expensive and technically ambitious alternative to static. The problem is that much of the campaign demo took place in a gloomy valley out of the sun's reach with little little to light the weapons, vehicles, and enemies, and no static lighting tricks to save the day. Everything looks a little lifeless. So it's either too realistic or it's not realistic enough. Right, right. That's what I'm hearing. Um, 343 Industries has watched the Digital Foundry video and agrees with its assessment in many ways, according to Junzik. I'm going to just call him Junzik. I'm going to stop being fucking disrespectful. Um, Quote, we do have work to do to address some of these areas and raise the level of fidelity and overall presentation for the final game. He explains, it's not clear exactly what the team will be refining or changing to address some of these issues though. Quote, we don't have firm answers and or outcomes to share yet, but the team is working as quickly as possible on plans to address some of the feedback around detail, clarity and overall fidelity said. So before I read the rest of this, let me let me point something out real quick. This right here, this last sentence he said, is going to be everyone's fucking fault if the game looks rushed when it comes out. It's gonna if it looks sloppy, it's because you guys all fucking pissed and moaned about stupid shit about a game that wasn't even finished. Yeah. The game's not even supposed to come out to the end of November. For fuck's sake, they don't even have the lighting system done yet. And you guys are pissing and moaning, and you're going to scare them because it's Halo. Right. Especially 343, because the last Halo wasn't lighting a lot of fires. So they're trying to sort it out. You're going to freak them out, and then it's going to come out. I guarantee the same fucking people, this looks rushed. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because well, you're a fucking asshole. In the blog post, 343 Industries also confirmed that it's well aware of Craig, an enemy <laughs> of the demo version, or demo which if you stop the gameplay footage at just the right moment, looks comically bad in front of Master Chief. Since the Xbox game game showcase, Craig has become a hilarious meme, which, while mostly good-natured, does underline the game's perceived problems. Quote, 
We've all laughed very hard at the nonstop stream of Craig memes the co- the community is cranking out. End quote. Junzik wrote in a blog post, I'm sure they're laughing. They're fucking furious. Right. It's not the first time that Microsoft has addressed the game's visual shortcomings. Chris Lee, the, the studio head at 343 Industries, told Polygon last week, quote, we're definitely still very much in development. We have some polishing and tuning that the team is working on to really bring the full potential of the experience to to our fans later this year. Um, end quote. If you haven't already, the studio recommends watching the version of the campaign demo that was uploaded to the official Hulu YouTube channel, which looks substantially ble- better than the one live streamed during the, the Xbox event. I can't confirm. It does look a lot better. But let's 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 point something out. The gamer community is very bad sometimes with the I'm an expert. Let me tell you what you're doing wrong. Right. Now, constructive criticism is fine, but they were being fucking ridiculous. Like a lot of people were just, this is fucking garbage. Uh, it's like it's not fucking done. Yeah. Like they and and the sad thing is, I felt bad for the developers because they, <laughs> you know, they were like, let's show them gameplay footage. They really want to see it. Let's show them what we're working on. And they were probably super excited. And then they got shit on for it. To be completely honest, I saw I saw the um I watched the live event while I was working, because fuck it. <laughs> and um it was on Twitch. I wa- I watched it and I saw the shortcomings in graphics. I noticed them, but I overlooked them because I instantly went, Well, I mean, the game doesn't come out to the end of November. Right. Because I'm not a fucking idiot. And then I was super excited because the story they were presenting sounded interesting where you have like, we're not winning the war. And I mean, it's, it's not a new fucking concept, but it, it's going to be cool to see Master Chief take it over and stuff. And I got excited for a new Halo game. Looks like 343 was, I noticed that they were trying to go a little bit more classic with it, but also a little bit more open world. I'm like, this looks dope. I'm down with this couple new weapons in there too. And I saw the visual shortcomings, but I didn't even give a fuck. And then I get off and I'm like, why does everyone care so much? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you? And then everyone's expecting Call of Duty. Yeah. It's like Halo's never look like that. Well, what's funny? It's always look good, but it looks more like a cartoon, like a really good cartoon. I can't <laughs> wait for next time when they just say, we're not going to show any footage now. They just show like a title card. What the fuck? They not show any footage because you fucking assholes wouldn't shut up about it. So they're lucky. I don't work for three four three because I get fucking petty with it. I'm yeah. like, you ain't gonna see shit now. Yeah, you ain't gonna see it. You buy the game exactly. And I'm I'm putting stop requests. No one can fucking stream this when they buy it. <laughs> fuck you. You know what I mean? I, look, here's the situation. If you're buying, if you're buying the Xbox Series X day one, you're gonna buy Halo. Stop it. Don't don't act like you ain't buying it. I will. <laughs> it's Halo. It's it's like not buying the Mario game for Nintendo. What the fuck? You know what I mean? I'll buy it and I'll probably fucking love it. Like even four and five, they weren't the. I actually haven't played five. Let me completely honest. Four, four wasn't the greatest story wise, but I still enjoyed it. You know, it wasn't like a horrible game, but um, the story is just kind of weak. Like I didn't like the new aliens and shit. You know, whatever. I never liked the flood either. <laughs> in the in the old ones, but I got over it. I was like, "This is such a filler. This be shoot shit, so I can get through the story. That's all it is. It's like, it silly." <laughs> but um, look, Halo's coming back, and let's be honest, it's the music that brings us back. Come on, da, 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 da. fucking Halo Three. It's never. They're never gonna make another Halo Three. People need to get over it. Halo Three was the, 
a single player for Halo. And Halo 2 was the best for multiplayer. This, these are facts. These aren't my opinion. So we can move on. <laughs> so after months of speculation and slowdown due to COVID-19, Star Trek Discovery Season 3 premiere date is officially <laughs> set. Production has been completed on the third season before the coronavirus shutdown. Visual effects and post-production were slowed. Producers said that it was coming just a bit slowly. Uh, the 13-episode season will debut on Thursday, October 15th. It'll debut a week after the season finale of Star Trek Lower Decks. So that means there will, there will be 23 consecutive weeks of Star Trek. Basically, starting August, there will be, uh, there will be new Trek for the rest of 2020. That's providing we make it that far. But with all hopes, we're going to have a new Star Trek episode Every week for the remainder of the year, starting I think it's what next week, or yeah, no, uh, yeah, I think. I think it's next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking stoked for it, bro. And I'll be like, oh, it'd be nice to actually use CBS All Access for what it was meant to be used for. <laughs> I added that to my. I canceled the standalone. I added it to Amazon. I'm trying to consolidate this shit. You know, it's ridiculous. You know they're pissed at you, by the way. Who? CBS All Access. Why? Because now they have to give Amazon a cut. Oh, well. <laughs> Listen, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not running a charity here. Okay? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, but that's good. Um, I'm, I'm fucking ecstatic. I mean, this like, reminds me of back in the day when there was always Star Trek on. Yeah. You know? And um, I'm, I know a lot of people are shitting on Lower Decks. Yeah, that's because but it's different. It's the same people that shit on everything. Like, yeah. Lower Decks looks fun. Yeah. It looks more and, – and the thing about Star Trek is I love Star Trek, okay? But let's be honest. A little bit of realism won't hurt. <laughs> you know, I mean everybody was perfect. You know, and the aliens were real. Right. Like you would relate more to a Ferengi than you would to a fucking human right. half of the time. And that's fine, but you can still be an enlightened fucking species and be kind of goofy. I want to have like they were talking shit. There was a scene in the trailer where they were the chick was all happy because she replicated margaritas or something like that. And I'm like, and there was shit on. I'm like, you tell me you don't like a margarita, bro, with the salt <laughs> on the brim. Come on now. Well, it's like it's like, oh, but everybody was OK with the Orville season one when their jokes were more out of family guy. Because that's safe because it's not Star Trek. Yeah. You know, the problem is, is when you anything that becomes super iconic and super important to somebody from their childhood, they get real protective about it. Yeah. You you see it with a lot of fucking Star Trek, Doctor Who. It's Star a lot with sci-fi. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the funny thing is, is that you see these people and they talk about, oh, these people are trying to be diverse and they're trying to be progressive and just this social justice warrior TV show. And you're like, wait, have you never seen the sci-fi that you claim to love so much because they, Star Trek was doing social justice in the 60s, I know, bro. It's like they were doing this for, and that's what gets some people because I, I, particularly you know, the conservatives, when you start seeing on Twitter and they start talking about how Star Trek is this and everybody goes, have you never seen the show? Yeah. Like, it's like, what are you, do, do, you know, it's like, what are you talking about? It's the same people that in the 80s or in the 90s, they loved Rage Against the Machine now they hate it because it's so Trump bashing. And and a lot of people are like, did you not 
No, the Rage Against the Machine. It's literally in the title. I know. It's like they're raging against the machine. Like, how do you not understand? <laughs> That's their shtick. <laughs> but it's funny because I was seeing I was seeing that online, and that that like they're saying conservatives are are uh, are leaving, are not listening to Rage Against the Machine again because they're when did they? And I was like, I started laughing. I'm like, and I was like, going, did you not know who Rage Against the Machine is? And Rage and the Rage Against the Machine are like, do you not know who we are? Like, <laughs> if they were listening to Rage Against the Machine before that, they weren't listening to the lyrics. Right. And it's it's pretty hard not to because he just repeats the same fucking line over and over again. <laughs> I always hated that band. Um, but I just think it's kind of hilarious. You're kind of like, yeah. wait, what the f- <laughs> Have you not seen it? Like, <laughs> that's just, somebody just, it was a slow news day and they were making shit up. That's what that sounds like. Um, so there was some drama. Dun, dun, dun. legal drama in the Twitch uh, sphere, which is important now because Twitch is a big deal. I remember back in the day when you would mention Twitch and people, who fucking cares, bro? <laughs> like it was never important. So last month, um, Twitch streamers found themselves hit with a wave of DMCA takedown requests for clips that featured licensed music for creators with hundreds of clips saved uh, featuring various music in the background. This became a huge headache as they were asked to manually remove violating clips, which for some could be as many as a hundred, hundred as hundreds of videos saved. Sorry. So, so let's why, get what's, this. What, why could you not just do a clip without copyrighted music? <laughs> I don't know. I think because Twitch didn't give a fuck for a while. And then all of a sudden they fucking cared like mm-hmm. hardcore. But Let's get this out of the way. What is DMCA? The Digital Millennium Copyright Act is a federal law that's become quite infamous with the rise of social media services, particularly YouTube. Essentially, it gives the copyright owners the ability to call out unlicensed use of its products um, and request they be taken down. While YouTube creators are familiar with the DMCA Twitch's uh, the DMCA Twitch's situation is unique and that the requests seem to come all at once very quickly. Twitch is officially oh, Jesus, I'm fucking up today. Let me let me zoom in. I'm getting old, bro. Okay. That's that's I think that's what the issue is. Twitch's situation is unique in that the requests seem of virus said that. Twitch's official support um accounts acknowledges the takedown requests, but simply advises users to remove these clips for users with large archives uh twitch says it's quote working to make this easier end quote which means they'll just fucking remove your shit for you which is probably what that means anyway uh twitch's guidelines on dmca state that quote it is our policy to respond to clear notices of of claimed copyright infringement that fully comply with the digital millennium copyright act in addition we will promptly terminate with without notice the accounts of those determined by us to be repeat infringers, end quote. Um, the DMCA is infamous, but it's also misunderstood. The act primarily, primarily uh, protects the interest of the copyright holder while also giving protections to digital platforms that would previously be liable for hosting copyrighted content that was uploaded without their knowledge. Quote, most people think of the DMCA as something used against infringers, says David Hopp, uh, managing partner at San Francisco-based media slash tech law firm Gamma Law. Um, 
But actually, DMCA takedown requests are not sent to infringers. DMCA takedown requests are sent by copyright holder owners to sites that have um, that have content posters posted by users, and that content infringes the copyright. This this could be a product review on Amazon, an essay posted on Medium, or a YouTube video, for example, end quote. The purpose of the DMCA is to protect those platform owners like YouTube or Twitch from liability from the copyright holder. In, in case a user on the platform posts infringing content, quote, any legitimate site will take, will take a takedown request seriously and notify the user to take the content down so that the site will not have the risk of being sued by the copyright owner. Hop or hope says hop or hope. I don't know fucking pronounce this shit. Owning and <laughs> owning or is there free music um, Twitch streamers can use? Owning an iTunes MP3 file or a Spotify premium subscription doesn't grant you the license for songs from those services. Streamers um, hoping to avoid a DMCA takedown may have better luck using royalty-free licenses through Creative Commons uh, or a variety of services that offer royalty-free music for generic use. Some streamers may look into commissioning um, custom tracks from musicians for exclusive use on their channel. Um, Hop says that creators like streamers um, can send a counter notice through the platform and their content will be put back up. The copyright or quote, the copyright owner um, then has a limited time within within which the, to file a lawsuit against the user. So if the if the creator gets a counter notice back, they have to decide quickly whether it's worth escalating to a lawsuit. Otherwise, the content could just stay up indefinitely. So I just wanted to kind of this on IGN. I just want to kind of say this. because I think a lot of people don't understand what it is, because if most people get their information about DMCA takedowns from the content maker, from the YouTuber or from the Twitter, and all they're doing is complaining. Right. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's it's not the government telling them. It's YouTube because the government's telling YouTube that, hey, fuck off. Like, you can't do this. Um, with Twitch, it kind of sucks because YouTube, yeah, there's game streaming on YouTube and stuff too, but YouTube is more... Like you, they, if someone makes a skit and they're throwing a song in there, all right, you know, you don't have the thing to do that. But on Twitch, it's always just people listening to music in the background. So to them, they don't think about it. They're thinking about it now, but it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass because pretty much everything you watch can't have music in it. Like who's going to, who's going to play a video game for four hours jamming out to fucking royalty free music? Yeah. It makes no sense. You know what I mean? So, um, you're just going to have to play for some reason you can play video games on streams and that doesn't get you in trouble. Although Nintendo for a long time didn't allow it. Well, it depends. I mean, a lot of times you can do that stuff if you are adding comment content to it. Like if you're streaming and you're, you know, making stuff, it's, there's a, there's it's the same thing why you can make a, um, a parody. Right. Or something. Yeah. I think there's a certain percentage that it needs to be you've added to it. Right. And a lot of times, you know, some people get pissy because, you know, they're doing it and all they're basically doing is just watching it or, you know, or quote unquote reacting to it, which I always think is funny as fuck because it's like, it's like, you're not, you know, you're, you're not like I watch, I watch these two, um, 
and we can do a little shout out mxr plays and um i've been watching it's him and his girlfriend and i've been watching them forever for some for some reason i just vibe with them they're fucking funny and i'll be laughing my ass off and all their videos like he does some shit on the like some main shit where he does like i got into him because he did skyrim mod mods and all types of weird shit but um and now he does predominantly skyrim sex mods which are <laughs> hilarious to watch because it's like someone really made this this is a thing but um their main channel stuff is just them two looking at memes or reddit or whatever but they make a bunch of jokes and shit yeah and it's almost you kind of it sounds corny as fuck you kind of feel like you're just kicking it with the two and you're just laughing at shit. You know what I mean? And and I always they make daily videos and I always watch it after work because <laughs> it's like a decompress and just giggle about some stupid shit. But with them, they're adding content to it like they're there. It's you might not think it's content, but they're still adding something. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of these reaction dudes. They'll just they'll turn something on like a music video or whatever. And everyone and they'll just bob their head for four and a half minutes. You know, and then at the end, go that was tight. So anyway, like it, subscribe. Right, oh, exactly. It's bro. Like, no, and then they, and it's they, only to get the fucking song title or whatever in the banner. Yeah. So when people search for it, they use it. Yeah, and then what happens is is that they end up bitching about it when they get hit for the DMCs. It's like you know, it's like oh, well that's bullshit. How am I supposed to make money on my Patreon if I can't have this shit? And then they play the victim, yeah. like and and uh, MXR plays. He gets picked on a lot, like by YouTube, like and it's always for the a minute. It's it's really weird because he made he made a good point one time where he gets taken down for being lewd, not for using something he shouldn't use. Uh-huh. But it will be like a minute thing, like you didn't even notice it. <laughs> and then he'll get a takedown notice for it or whatever. And then he was like, but Belle Delphine can post a music video where she's half fucking naked talking about eating out her ass. And that's fine. Right. You know, and I'm like, yeah, that's how the world works. Unfortunately, you know, she's stupid popular. And if they pull her down, they there's going to be a fucking riot. But then they also lose revenue, too. So it depends. Exactly. On because her videos are bringing in millions of people. Yeah, exactly. And they're retarded. <laughs> I watched a clip from one. I'm like, she's cute, I guess. But it's just dumb. Like, I'm, I don't. And then I found out, like, her OnlyFans, like, $30 a month. I'm like, who pays for this? <laughs> Pornhub is free for us all. Exactly. Jesus. And you can see a lot better shit on there. <laughs> The simping is real. That's the oh, issue. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. All right. Well, at this point, an hour in, we're going to take a quick break <laughs> for, you know, some rehydration and, you know, um, trying to see if we get any, uh, you know, OnlyFans logins, you know, that stuff. Because <laughs> we're, still, we're still open for that, you know. Yeah. It's bad for me to pay for it if you're yeah. paying for it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know. it's better when someone else does. Right. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you on the other side of the break. All right, welcome back, everybody. So um, somebody needs to teach Apple and their iOS 14 that snitches get stitches <laughs> is really what they need to do. So iOS 14's beta mode um, to rat out unsuspected app behavior uh, is reporting an Instagram bug when the green camera on indicator while using the Instagram when they're just scrolling through their feeds. 
And this is when they're not taking a video or a, or a, a photo. So an Instagram spokesperson said in an email to The Verge that the behavior was a bug and that it's being fixed. The app's create mode is accessible to the Instagram's camera and could set off the camera indicator. Also swiping to the camera's camera, um, swiping to the app's camera from feed also will also trip it up. So my only access, we only access your camera when you tell us to. For example, when you swipe for feed to camera, we found and are fixing a bug in iOS 14 beta that mistakenly indicates that some people are using the camera when they aren't. The spokesperson said, we don't know, we do not um, access your camera in those instances and no content is recorded. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the behavior looks like it has yet um, to be yet another iOS 14 aggressive new user notification. It alerts users the app's behavior like clipboard copying, Several iOS apps, including TikTok, LinkedIn, and Reddit, were discovered to be accessing users' clipboard content whenever a third-party app accesses the clipboard with iOS 14. So, yeah. Apple out here trying to protect us, bro. Because <laughs> the thing is, that, oh, it was a bug. It's like, yeah, but would we have known about it? Right, exactly. We wouldn't you know known. what I mean? It's one of those. It, it makes you wonder when you always see those uh, those notifications of like, oh, yeah, just, you know, technical fixes and, and, and stuff like that. You know, when it updates, you're like, eh, but what is it fixing? That's yeah. what I want to know. What is it fixing? Silly shit, bro. I fucking heard about this and I was like, uh-huh. Like I wonder what else has <laughs> has um, Apple run TikTok hold, hold, through the filter. Hold on, let me get my uh, my tinfoil hat real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! I know. Look at the frogs game. Because <laughs> I remember Adam goes, he goes, he he texted me saying that Apple's looking out for everybody else, and then I was just like in my mind, I'm picturing him with the you know the push pin board. He's got all these strings going back and forth. It's Listen, like just it's like, all connected, bro. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it all started with the Lindenberg baby. Okay, it's like what the Lindbergh baby, not Lindenberg. whatever. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> it's actually just made out of cheese, bro. Jesus, open your fucking eyes. <laughs> I told my wife today we were driving. Stop being sheeple, man. <laughs> we were driving. I said, hey, you see all the birds? Birds up there on the on the power line? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, you know what those are, right? And she goes, birds? I go, wrong. Those are fucking government drones. That's how they charge oh. their batteries on the power lines. <laughs> and she looks at me like, what? And I go, open your fucking eyes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> You can't play with Steve anymore. <laughs> we were fucking dying laughing in the air. <laughs> so, just, you'll soon. The, the, oh, the, the future is out. The, the information is out there. You just have to look for it. Right. You know, take the fucking red pill or whatever. Whichever pill opened your eyes. I can't remember which one. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you can find it yourself. That's right. I'm going to tell you the evidence I have, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> so you'll soon have the opportunity to buy a brand new electric car under fifteen thousand dollars in the United States. What? If you're willing to make a few sacrifices. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> TechCrunch reports that Chinese automaker um, Condi uh, plans to launch two low-priced EVs in the U.S. by the end of 2020, headlined by by the tiny K27. Um, the subcompact will sell for twenty thousand, or what is it? 
20,499 or 12,999 after the $7,500 federal tax credit. That should make it the most affordable electric car in the US, not not to mention make it a, an alluring compared to entry level gas cars. Um I think the cheapest gas car right now is like 14 something. I remember. This piece of shit too. Um because I think it's the fucking Mitsubishi <laughs> silly shit. <laughs> It's launched alongside the K23, a slightly larger vehicle that should cost $29,999 before credit and $22,499 after. As you might have guessed, both machines include their fair share of compromises to hit their price points beyond their diminutive sizes. The K23's 17.7 kilowatt battery uh, gives it an estimated range of just 100 miles, and the 63-mile-per-hour top speed uh, makes it a less-than-ideal choice for highway driving. The K23 has a much better 188-mile range, but its 70-miles-per-hour top speed isn't a significant improvement. You do get creature comforts like a touchscreen interface, Bluetooth, and a backup camera, at least. I mean, you get that with a fucking toaster these days. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't have a touchscreen and Bluetooth, you're fucking up. This still helps Condi fare well against even uh, against many EVs. The quote off menu, um, end quote. Tell Tesla Model Three starts at thirty five thousand before incentives. For instance, while even a used Fiat 500e might cost more. The main challenge, apart from buying a car from a brand with little U.S. clout, may be finding one. Condi will initially sell the K27 and K23 only in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. You'll be out of luck if you want to buy one in the EV havens like the San Francisco Bay Area, at least for a while. Still, this is good news even if you have no intention of taking the keys to a Condi in the near future, vehicles like these could pressure other brands to lower the price of entry for EVs and usher them into the mainstream. And that last sentence is the only reason I gave a fuck about this article. <laughs> so this car, it looks goofy. Not many people are going to buy it. Honestly, starting in the Dallas-Fort Worth area is probably the worst fucking place to start. Like You should have started in San Francisco. Because everyone would buy I it. I don't understand why they do it in states that are never going to buy this. Because they probably get tax credits and shit. It's just cheaper. California is a haven for shit like this. But California also strokes its own dick with fucking tax money. Like it's expensive as shit to do anything there. It's ridiculous. It hurts my feelings sometimes. <laughs> just saying. Um but it's true. If we can get companies like this to bring in these super cheap ones, it shakes up the the status quo a little bit. Because we're getting all the major manufacturers, except for Toyota, have an, an all-electric car now. and it's um, But it's kind of a mess price-wise. And the technology is kind of new too. You know what I mean? But I think, I think the best bet right now is the, um, the Nissan Leaf. If you if you're if you're looking at an overall best EV, it would be that one because the Tesla, yeah, it's great, but it's expensive. And I'm sorry, the interior looks like garbage. I've said this before. It's lazy as fuck to just throw a tablet in the center and nothing else. And the business practices of that company are a little fucking weird. But that's a whole other conversation. And this car is kind of funny, though. It looks like a tiny minivan. 
Huh? Thank you for coming to his TED Talk. Thank you. It actually, you know what it looks like? It kind of has like a Honda Element vibe. Or no, it looks like a Mini Cooper. It's it's very small. <laughs> the tires are disrespectful. They're very small. They're like tractor tires, but like the little baby ones on the front. You mean the tricycle tires? Yeah. <laughs> Not the but, front one, the two back ones. <laughs> we'll see how this does. And then another thing too, like if you're a Chinese company, why are you in a Republican state? Mm. Oh, I know, right? Why? Everyone's just going to yell at you and say that you're fucking spies for a government that could give a fuck. And you brought us you, the virus. And they, yeah, you just go to Cali. Yes, you got to pay a little bit extra when you get in there. Or go it's to Canada. Right. Or go to Canada. <laughs> go to Canada. Canada will fucking love you. <laughs> All your customers will be Chinese anyway. <laughs> and Canada's is a huge Asian population, bro. They're smart. That's why they're like, I'm going to fucking United States. Kiss my ass. I'm fucking Canada. But anyway, that's that's uh, that's my time. I just want to let you know about the EV. Uh, the, the good gentleman from Arizona, your time has expired. So Thank uh, <laughs> you. I reclaim my time to say Wu-Tang forever. You feel <laughs> I love when they do that. Um, I'm reclaiming my time. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, reclaiming my time. Uh, Wu-Tang and nothing to fuck with. That's right. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. So one of the late stories that came out at the end of last week, authorities in Tampa, Florida, have arrested 17-year-old Graham Clark for the being the alleged, quote-unquote, mastermind behind the Twitter Bitcoin hack that targeted several high-profile accounts on July 15th. They worked faster on this than any other fucking thing imaginable. Uh, two other individuals were also charged for their alleged roles in the Twitter hack, according to the Department of Justice. They are Mason Shepard, a.k.a. Shaywan, 19, of Boigner Regis in the United Kingdom, and Nima Fazeli, a.k.a. Rolex, 22. Rolex? Yeah. This motherfucker. Out of Orlando, Florida. No wonder. It has oh to be somebody. God. It had to be somebody American and fucking name themselves Rolex. <laughs> I'd name myself Swatch. <laughs> right. Hey, what's up? My name is Timex. I'm Casio over here. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm that Transformer watch. You know, the robot that turns into the watch that snaps on? That's me. <laughs> you, know, you know that Spider-Man watch that has the lid that doesn't make any fucking sense? That's me. <laughs> I'm Mickey. I'm that Mickey Mouse watch. (laughs) Shepard was charged with, quote, conspiracy to commit wire fraud, commit uh, conspiracy to commit money laundering and international access to a of a protected computer. Oops. Uh, Fazili, on the other hand, was charged with aiding and abetting the international access of the protected computer. Both Shepard and Fazili were charged in a criminal complaint in northern the northern district of California. Uh, Clark was unnamed by the Department of Justice due to his juvenile status, but was outed by WFLA affiliate in Tampa, Florida. Clark will be prosecuted in Hillsboro. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they work for Apple. That's what happened. <laughs> it's all fucking connected. Uh, according to, the, um, to WFLA, Hillsboro State Attorney Warren, uh, Andrew Warren, sorry, has filed 30 felony charges against the teen. Oh my goodness. Which includes one count of organized fraud, one count of fraudulent use of a personal information with over a hundred thousand 
$1,500 or 30 victims, one count of access to computer or electronic device without authority, 10 counts of fraudulent use of personal information, and 17 counts of communication fraud. Uh, and He shouldn't have hit celebrities. That, that was his issue. That was his big problem. And yeah. one of them was Biden. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, you just hit people nobody knows. You would never been caught. Well, the, no one would have cared. The big thing that I thought was interesting was when I first heard about this, and then I heard that, yeah, Biden's thing was good, but he didn't download any of the information from any of the big ones. I was like, something sounds wrong. Like, I was like, going, this had to be a kid. He yeah. Didn't, he didn't know what he had. He didn't, want, he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And then when I heard it was a 17-year-old, I was like, ah, yep, told you. <laughs> yeah, he just wanted money. Yeah, he just wanted to just... Just because he could. It's yeah. It's that teammate Which mentality. is most hackers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why'd you do this? Because I could. Exactly. Bitch. You know. <laughs> hackers usually get caught because it's one of those things where you should remain anonymous, but they want credit for it. Yeah. it's that. So thing they leave they, these little breadcrumbs. Yeah. And then it's you know? like going, oh, they caught me because. It's like serial killers. Yeah. The same thing. Not that those two crimes are equal, but it's similar how they get caught. But they are similar. Oh my goodness, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That whole hack was funny to me. Like, I was just like, whatever, dude. It's just celebrities. Not like they don't have any money. Right. So it's whatever. And then when you find out that he didn't take any person, like, why not? But he tried you were to already down- there. They said he tried to download like three or four, but they weren't any of the verified members. So I was like, oh, 20 bucks says those were people he knew. I guarantee. People he knew or hot chicks. Oh, yeah. That was my first guess. Because I'm like, wait a minute. So you. Then he was just using the Twitter download my data feature. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, and that takes forever. Yeah. So I'm like, you you pick someone who wasn't verified. It had to have been a hot chick. Yeah. It had to have been. Let me get these photos, which is funny because they're the photos she posted. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like that you're getting – it's not like they have a camera roll on there or something You know like what that. I mean? But they're looking – he's probably looking for the DMs. And, yeah. I mean, it was – it had a little kid's fingerprints all over it. Yeah. Because it was just so dumb. You know, the, the whole situation. The Bitcoin thing was kind of clever. Yeah. But I think we're getting 2020. Even people who aren't savvy, they know what fucking Bitcoins are. Yeah. Well, no it was, one knows it, what Bitcoins are. It was, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it was just done to be done. That's all it was. Yeah, but, right. So according, been, to, according to Twitter, the hack was orchestrated via a phone sphere phishing uh, attack that targeted a few of its employees. The per- perpetrator then, quote, used their credentials to access our internal system and gain information about our processes. Uh, there Which was, means it wasn't a hack at all. Right. It basically was... He got their logins yeah. from someone. And somebody was too stupid to realize, oh shit, I should report this and or change my login, fee- my login information. And there was a report that said access came from finding logins on a Slack channel but Twitter has has not confirmed it. The company said that the attackers targeted 130 accounts, tweets from tweeted from 45 of them, accessed 36 DM inboxes and copied account data from seven. Twitter said that he is um, said. Oh, Twitter has said that it is now improving its methods of detecting and preventing inappropriate access to its internal systems and prioritizing security work across the team. So yeah. Oops. Well, I mean, Twitter's just saying bullshit because there's nothing they can really fucking do. It wasn't yeah. Twitter's fault. Yeah, I mean, it was it was it it was that person, and you know that person's gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I worked for Twitter for like six months. So why did you leave that job? Um, they told me not to come back anymore. Yeah, I was escorted out <laughs> for being a fucking idiot. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, they had they they used some technical terms, but one of them was a uh, fucking moron. I think was a uh, was one of those terms. The same thing my mom says. <laughs> Fucking idiot, so get out of, they say the same thing my mom said get out of here fucking loser it's so funny though because the news will make it out like oh like it's this biggest hack <laughs> like something out of swordfish and, and, yeah and then, <laughs> and then anyone who has fucking half a brain cell when it comes to technology is like whatever Some kid playing on his fucking computer yeah, it's like, he didn't even hack anything yeah, he didn't hack anything all he did was he got the guy's login information right I know my wife's login to um, her bank account. Does that make me a hacker? Yeah, I know. It's like I know, uh, you know, because usually I have to set up my brother's social media, so I know his his information, the login. So that makes me a hacker, I guess. My daughter, my daughter just sent me her social security number, bro. I'm basically Angelina Jolie in that movie. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Looks and it's all. Like, it's like when it's a, there's a DDoS attack, and it usually happens to the game, like Xbox Live or whatever. Like a massive hack. It's not a hack. It's a DDoS attack. It's, like, it's just a fucking bullshit brute force nonsense. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I know, I know you hear like, yeah, it was, um, the hack of, of Sony. It was like, they did a DDoS attack. It's just all these computers called but in at the same time. That's the scary thing. The real hackers, they don't get caught. Mm-mm. Because they're fucking Mr. Robot type bullshit. They're the ones we find out four months yeah. after it happened. Um, so you know, like Target got hacked with credit card information, and we find it. this happened way back in November of last year. It's like, yeah, that's it was like the when one everybody we was stroking Lulsec. Oh right, and Lulsec was funny because they were just ha- trying to have a good time, to be honest. But they were just DDoS hacking everybody. Yeah. And I was like, whatever. I just like the uh, the meme they had was funny. <laughs> the picture of the stick figure oh, right. <laughs> the fucking monocle and shit i still <laughs> use that sometimes so microsoft this is an interesting turn of news um this week microsoft added a um dose of clarity to the reports of its impending tiktok purchase um issuing a blog post that confirms it's pursuing dis- discussions with ByteDance, which is the company that owns fucking TikTok. Um, the company notes that CEO uh, Satya or Sat Satya, right? Sure. Satya, yeah. Nadella, yeah. I know that part. Discussed the matter with President Trump, and that it, because he's Trump. The only thing Trump cares about right now is TikTok. Yeah. Um, he can only think about one thing at a time. <laughs> so that, it's TikTok this week. If that. Right, and that it plans to solidify a deal. No later than September 15th. Acquisition would mean Microsoft would own and operate TikTok in the U.S., Canada, New Zealand, and Australia. The company also added that it may bring on other American investors as minority stakeholders. Quote, Microsoft fully appreciates the importance of addressing the president's concerns, the company wrote. It is committed to acquiring TikTok subject to a complete security review and providing proper economics, uh, economic benefits to the United States, including the United States uh, Treasury. End quote. If Microsoft can successfully negotiate a deal with ByteDance, the company says it will add, quote, world-class security, privacy, and digital safety pro- protections, end quote, to the TikTok experience. And to be absolutely clear, there's a chance these discussions may fall apart. That's true of any high-profile acquisition, but this deal is particularly strange since it seems to be coming at the behest of a president who has talked of banning TikTok. Still, Microsoft could add some stability to the mobile app in the U.S., where ByteDance has 
being criticized for having nebulous ties to the Chinese government. TikTok has vigorously pushed back against implications that it was under the thumb of China and said that it would refuse any user data requests from the country. That's one. So I don't know how true it is that TikTok's working for the government over there, but I don't think they can refuse a data request from the Chinese government. Um, Isn't that how it works in communism? I don't know. Um, I mean, we all know the whole reason behind this. Yeah, we do. Yeah, because they fucked up his Tulsa rally and are taking credit for it. So now he's going after them. Well, TikTok's been a, a big um, where people have really been talking shit <laughs> about fucking um, Trump. But I mean, all this is speculation. Who fucking knows? So the acquisition could also be good news for Facebook, which is planning to release its own TikTok competitor um, very soon. TikTok's going to be the next buying. It's just going to fucking die. Um, Microsoft also says it's aiming to ensure transparency with TikTok users while also maintaining appropriate security oversight by the government's uh, where it's operating the service. It's unclear uh, what the latter could amount to. Microsoft also claims it it'll keep pri- private data from American TikTok users within the country, as well as make sure that their existing data outside of the U.S. is deleted. The company doesn't plan to issue any additional updates until the TikTok deal is settled or falls apart. Um, so the, the long and short of this is if Microsoft ends up buying TikTok, it benefits them because TikTok's huge. Um, and it benefits us too because who we don't really know for a fact if TikTok is like sending data to China. I don't know what the fuck they would be sending from TikTok, uh, but whatever. Um, and if Microsoft owns it, to me, out of the big three, Microsoft's the second best at privacy. I can't wait to hear the people going, shit, Microsoft has it, now we're all fucked. You know, because the yeah, I can't right. wait to hear the conspiracies. No come one up. trusts Microsoft. Nobody trusts. Those Microsoft. are the same people that say I don't like Microsoft because Bill Gates trash. That worked for Microsoft for fucking ever. Yeah. But you know, it's it's um Microsoft's a pretty decent company, as far as giant companies go. Nothing's ever perfect. You now, know, but they're the pretty com- good. The company's pretty good. Now their software. <laughs> their office software is fucking fire. Like their new stuff, like. We use it at my company, like where I work. We use, it's all Microsoft. We use obviously Word and Excel and Outlook, but we use Teams and all that other stuff. And it's flawless. Like I'm like, what the fuck? MBA's using Teams. I'm like, Microsoft coming up, dude. Yeah, like, but they they I have mean, some cool shit on there. I mean, they can just get some of the stuff, you know, Windows 10 right. <laughs> you know. Them updates fucking yeah. right. I don't know what the hell's going on with them updates. Yeah, I've I, been I have this knock uh, on wood. I mean, my shit's been working right, but yeah. but I have this this I had this thing earlier that said like, oh, the new this the new whatever up feet update for uh, Windows 10 is available for your system, so you can download it now. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm doing this show in like three hours, so right. no, I'm gonna I'm okay. <laughs> I'm good for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's me too. I stopped automatic updates. Yeah. Um, so whenever it will tell me there's an update and then I'll go to the websites and go, what is going on with this update? And if it says that there's issues, then I won't install it. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's all you really have to do. But I think if you have windows home, you can't do that. 
or something you can like push that. it off you can keep pushing off but it will after i think two months it will unless they pull it because they've done it before where I, I, yeah. I kept pushing it off and then they pulled it and then it came back later but. yeah so if you're an active user of your computer you can usually avoid it but we're not perfect and sometimes Microsoft sneaks some shit in and you're like, ah, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, what are you going to do? It is what it is. Yeah. All right. So our one last thing today, demon sperm is a thing. I'm just <laughs> letting you all know right now. Dude, I saw the, I saw this video and I'm just going to say this real quick, just cause you said demon sperm and it was on that MXR plays and it was, you know those fucking whack-ass preachers that tap people on the head and they're like yeah. exercising demons and they're having a fucking spasm? This chick said that she was giving... She was acting like she was giving oral to a demon. And the preacher keeps saying, oral sex! Oral sex! And she's going, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> we have fallen so far from the grace of the Lord that I'm so confused. It was... I didn't even move. I just sat there watching my mouth open like, what the fuck? Giving oral sex to a demon. Giving oral sex to a demon. (laughs) It reminded me of that fucking um, Key and Peele sketch. Remember where she fucks a demon? Like she's possessed and then she fucks him. She's like, I'll fuck you real good. And then she twists and knocks his dick off. It's a really weird fucking (laughs) skit, but it's great. (laughs) Oh, shit. So a Houston doctor who praises uh, hydro... Oh God, I always fuck up that name. Hydroxychloroquine has and says that face masks aren't necessary to stop transmissions of the highly contagious coronavirus has become a star on the right wing Internet, garnering tens of millions of views on Facebook on Monday alone. Donald Trump Jr. declared the video of, of Stella Emanuel a must watch while Donald Trump himself retweeted the video. Before Trump and his supporters embraced Emmanuel's medical expertise, though they should consider other medical claims Emmanuel has made, including those of alien DNA and physical effects of having sex with witches and demons in your dreams. Emmanuel, a pediatrician and a religious minister, has a history of making bizarre claims about medical tropics and other issues. She has often claimed that gynecological problems like cysts and uh, endometriosis are in fact caused by people having sex in their dreams with demons and witches. She alleges alien DNA is currently used in medical treatments and that scientists are cooking up a vaccine to prevent people from being religious. And despite appearing in Washington, D.C. to lobby Congress on Monday, she said that that the government is run in part not by humans, but by reptilians and other aliens. It's always lizard people. (laughs) I know. <laughs> uh, Emmanuel gave her vir- viral speech on the steps of the Supreme Court at the White Coat Summit, a gathering of a handful of doctors who call themselves America's frontline doctors and dispute the medical consensus on the no- novel coronavirus. The event was organized by the right wing group Tea Party Patriots, which is backed by wealthy Republican donors. In her speech, Emmanuel alleges that she has successfully treated hundreds of patients with um, hydroxychloroquine, a controversial treatment Trump has 
promoted and says that he's taken himself. Studies have failed to find proof that the drug has any benefit in treating COVID-19, and the Food and Drug Administration in June revoked its emergency author authorization to use it to treat the deadly virus, saying that it hadn't demonstrated any effect on patients' mortality prospects. Nobody needs to get sick, Emmanuel said. The virus has a cure. Emmanuel said that in her speech that she, that was supposed to, uh, that the supposed potency of the drug as a treatment means that protective face masks aren't necessary, claiming that she and her staff have avoided contracting COVID-19 despite wearing medical masks instead of the normal, more secure N95 masks. Hello, we don't need masks. There is a cure, Emmanuel said. Towards the end of Emmanuel's speech, the event organizer and other participants can be seen trying to get her away from the microphone, but for, um, footage of the speech captured by Breitbart was hit online, becoming a top video on Facebook and amassing roughly 13 million views, significantly more than Plandemic. Other uh, coronavirus misinformation videos came a viral hit online in May, and it amassed roughly 8 million, 8 million views. Emmanuel responded, uh, oh wait, hydroxychloroquine trended on Twitter as Emmanuel's video had embraced by the Trump's conservative student group Turning Point USA and prone Trump personalities like Diamond and Silk. Both Facebook and Twitter eventually deleted the videos of Emmanuel's speech from the site citing rules against COVID-19 disinformation. The deletion set off yet another round of complaints by conservatives of bias and social media platforms. Emmanuel responded in her own way, declaring that Jesus Christ would destroy Facebook servers if her videos weren't restored to the platform. Um, so there's a lot more on this article on the Daily Beast, which I have linked in the show notes. Um, but she has... Been, <laughs> um, yeah, she's had a lot of stuff. Emmanuel, oh yeah, uh, let me get to this part because this part was actually where that whole thing comes in. Um, so in her sermon, Emmanuel offers a sort of demonology of Nephilim, a biblical character she um, claims existed as demonic spirits and lust after dream sex with, with humans, causing all matter of real health problems and financial ruin. Emmanuel claims real-life ailments such as fibroid tumors and cysts stem from demonic sperm after de demons dream sex, an activity she claims affects many women. They turn into women and then they sleep with the man and collect his sperm, Emmanuel said in her sermon. Then they turn into a man and then they sleep with a man and deposit the sperm in the repro and reproduce more than themselves. This is what she's saying the Nephilim are? Huh? This is what she's saying the Nephilim are? Uh-huh. That's weird because it's like in the Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> but according to Emmanuel, people can tell if they have taken a demonic spirit husband or spirit wife if they have sex dreams about someone they know or a celebrity, wake up aroused, start getting along with their real-life, real-world spouse, lose money, or generally experience any hardship. Alternately, they could just have sex dream sex with a human which instead of a demon she uh she theorizes as uh, she there are also uh there are those that call that are called astral sex emmanuel says in her sermon which be means this person is not really a demon being demon being or a nephilim uh it's just a human being that's a witch and the astral project and sleep with people what the f <laughs> this you know what this is 
shit always gets twisted because of humanity's obsession with sex. Right. Like, and it, real quick, when you're done, I'm gonna I'm gonna read the Encyclopedia Britannica definition of a nephilim. Well, I actually have some audio of one, oh, okay. of, one of her um, sermons about witches, and um, so witches. yeah, witches. Let me. You always end up being hooked up with witches and wizards. And witches and wizards are always following you. You don't know that there are witches at your job. The witches in your office are rising. They come after you and they go higher because they are working this witchcraft and they are going higher and they are stealing your position. And you're sitting there going, I love you with the love of the Lord. So while you're busy struggling, they've taken your money and given it to the warlock called Jay-Z. Your relative comes to live with you. And you're like, well, she's my mom. If my mom is a witch and I start praying, you will die. It's me that will tell you that your mom is a witch. It's not me. It's not me that will open mouth and tell you that your mother is a witch. <laughs> is she, she's from a, an African country? Um, I don't know exactly where she's from. I don't want to offer a hypothesis to offend someone. It'd be like, oh no, she's not from here. <laughs> like, I know. give a fuck. Because it reminds me, I'm, I'm reading that Born a Crime book, and I just read a part where he was speaking about South Africa, and he said that Christianity, when brought there, it's successful. Like, a lot of people are religious, but it's mixed with the local, like. She was born in Cameroon and got her medical degree from Nigeria. Okay. So it was. He said that a lot of them, like, they believe in Jesus and, and God. But they also believe in witches and voodoo and all that other weird shit. Right. You know, and it kind of all blended to make this weird version of Christianity. I don't know. It just kind of reminded me of it. <laughs> so. It's, you know, sorry. <laughs> just adding my. Right. My, my book knowledge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, on the Encyclopedia. Britannica. The only reason I know this term is because in the Diablo games, the you are called the Nephilim, where you have the blood of the Nephilim in you and it makes you special. Um, Nephilim in the Hebrew Bible, a group of mysterious beings or people of unusually large size and strength who lived both before and after the flood. The Nephilim are referenced in Genesis and Numbers and are possibly referred to in Ezekiel. Um, the Hebrew word Nephilim is sometimes directly translated as giants or taken to mean the fallen ones um, from the Hebrew Nephal, which means to fall. Um, but the identity of the Nephilim is debated by scholars. Nowhere does it say they're sex-crazed fucking demons, though. <laughs> so... Um, I, I don't know, man. I, it's, it, it kind of boggles the mind sometimes that we live in a world where every bit of information is available to you and they, people just latch on to the dumbest, stupidest shit. You know, what's funny because you kept saying that, uh, demon, uh, that witches, you know, trying to steal your position or your job or, or move up, you know? And I was thinking like, oh, so she feeds into that, that. Uh, characterization that you know among women that every bitch is out to get her yeah you know like oh that bitch is trying to destroy me it's like <laughs> do you own like a is this like suddenly an episode of like dynasty or like you know whatever like where suddenly they're out to destroy you i also forgot that encyclopedia britannica has a website that's worlds better than wikipedia hmm. 
when you're looking up like actual shit, not celebrity <laughs> nonsense and stuff like that. But when you're like, I just typed in Boston, Massachusetts because I'm fucking corny. And it's like a massive article. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, I don't know, just Encyclopedia Britannica, guys. I used it in high school all the time. <laughs> Yeah, but, I mean, you don't get demon sperm unless you fuck either one of us. I mean, that's just... Nah, mine's pure, bro. <laughs> pure from the Lord, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I got a rosary at the fucking nightstand. You missed me with that demon shit. <laughs> I actually said that today's one of my favorite things to say. We were in the store, and my wife's like, let's go to Starbucks. I go, well, let's go on the way out. We're at Target. She goes, why? I'm thirsty. And I go, but how are we going to drink it? We have fucking masks on. Hmm. And she goes, you just pull the mask down. To take a sip. <laughs> nah, devil ain't going to get me today. We're going to get it on the way out. And she goes, are you serious? I'm like, I'm dead serious. We're getting it on the way out. And she's like, oh, fine. <laughs> take the mask down. We're supposed to have masks on in store. Don't miss me with that shit. <laughs> devil ain't trying to take me in this Target today. And we were in the bougie Target, too. They remodeled this Target. It looks so fancy. That's where you go. There you go. You go, Satan, get out of this woman's body. <laughs> That's right. And just tap her on the head. Bah! <laughs> so thanks for checking our podcast out. You know, we, we really do appreciate it. Like when people come through and hang out with us, um, we get tired of looking at each other, you know, which we're not really looking at each other. You know what I mean? Um, if you want to help us out, drop us a review because like it does help even though no one's doing it just fucking review the damn podcast give a bad review i don't care just review okay um you Got can a also review on apple Podcasts. yeah that's right on apple podcast fucking google podcast you know where you got this podcast from i'm pretty sure you're aware if you woke up one day and you suddenly had the fucking pot we we're actually talking about getting it pressed on vinyl the first episode <laughs> And you can do it for a hundred bucks, and I'm fucking tempted. The first episode—it sounds like shit anyway, so you might as well put it on the vinyl. Then you just and, then you'll just think it's vinyl, but it's actually just the right. audio. Was this recorded in the seventies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to help our beer fund, of course, head over to lazygeeks.com and click on our PayPal link. Um, we'll drink on the show, which I do anyway. But it'd be nice if you want to share a drink. I mean, it's cool. It's kind of the the post-COVID way of buying somebody a drink, you know? So. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks. That's all one word. Comments, suggestions, or questions, email us at the mailbag at thelazygeeks.com. And by the way, any emails that aren't business-related or <laughs> uh, only fan logins uh, will not be read. Uh, will be read online and answered on the show. And also, be sure to be sure to check out our YouTube channel. And if you can't click on any of the links available on the show notes, want more content or updates on our coming shows. Head over to thelazygeeks.com for all those tasty tidbits of information. <laughs> and uh, so that is it for us this week. Uh, so until next time, I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are the Lazy Geeks. And wear a goddamn mask. Mm-hmm.